Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. All right, Mark. I have finally solved the most common question we get in the meeting room. And I'm really, really excited, because every day we get asked, what is the best investment, right? All right, everybody strap in. Here we go. Every client. And I've always explained, I have to do a deep dive into your finances. I have to understand your purpose and your goals, but it's all been solved. Google has quizzes. And if you go on there and you do these quizzes, they will tell you the perfect investment for you. Mm. Or so they say. Um, Obviously, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) We are asked regularly about which investment is the right fit for a person, but there's no simple quiz, guys. There's no easy button Mm -hmm. to this process. Um, The process isn't difficult, but it's not like there's a investment or an investment that is the right one. Um, But you can, however, make wiser choices if you understand the different types and how they work, basically. I mean, I'm not expecting you at the end of the show to be able to look at a K-1 or a prospectus and go, I know every detail about this investment, but we can help you understand a little bit about how those work. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you can make wiser choices for yourself um, and, yeah. and you know, in selecting your strategy. Yeah, we're not gonna give it, be giving you any sort of specific recommendations here, no. right? We definitely believe that you should consult with the financial advisors to make sure that you are uh, making the right election uh, in that process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Teresa said, we want to make sure that you've got a good framework on that. Yes, and, and as a spoiler again, there are no perfect investments. But we hope that we can give you some tools. That's all we can do. We certainly can't give you investment advice over a podcast because we would get in big, big trouble. Um, But hopefully we can give you some tools to help you make better choices. Exactly. So first thing you want to consider when you're making a decision on an investment is timeline. And we talk about this a lot when we talk about our planning process, because we've, you know, with our retirement planning, whether we're working towards retirement or we're in retirement, we always say you have to assign a timeline mm-hmm. to a set of funds before you can invest them. But why? Yeah. Yeah, because that is a proper strategy, right? That we believe is a very sensible strategy to to use. And basically what it comes down to is matching up the amount of risk to the timeline that you mm-hmm. have before you have to use those funds that you're investing. Uh, so ultimately, what we call it is a, uh, or the fancy way to, mm-hmm. to describe that is a time-segmented risk allocation. So yeah, basically, it just means you know if uh, a bit just basically means a short time frame means less risk, mm-hmm. right? Longer time frame, more risk. So if you look at the market overall, if you look at 2022 in just by itself, that was an ugly year, mm-hmm. right? But if you took a five-year period, Mm -hmm. just five years, that person would actually likely, based on most growth portfolios, would be up even though last year was ugly. Mm -hmm. They would still be up from where they started five years ago as long as they stayed the course. If you look at like the S&P as a graph, for instance, which you can't invest in the S&P directly, but just work with me here, okay? Mm -hmm. The idea here is the longer the timeframe, the more likely a growth portfolio is going to perform positively. But when you get into a very short time frame, that growth portfolio may not be the right fit anymore because Mm -hmm. you don't have the ability for the ebbs and flows of the market. So choosing something less risky makes more sense, even to the point of if it's your emergency funds, no investment. Stick it in the bank. If you can get a little interest off of it, great. But don't invest it at all. 
Yeah, but how do market changes affect your view of that? We get what's called recency bias a lot of times. You know, mm-hmm. we had a period of time up before 2022 where the market was basically just going up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had some jumps. 2018 was a little rough at the end of the year there. But for the most part, the market was doing its zigzag up. And then 2022 happened and we saw some correction. We saw some market volatility. So then people start to worry. Mm-hmm. People tend to think that whatever's happening now will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. And that can be tricky if you're if you're not planning appropriately, you can get stuck in that and make some poor choices. Yeah, definitely. So even though there's market volatility, uh, you're saying that we need to have a larger scope Mm -hmm. to be able to view things correctly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And so timeline's really important. The next thing is your volatility tolerance. So a lot of people call this your risk tolerance, but I feel like it's really volatility tolerance because you can be in something that seems not so risky and it still is volatile. Last year was a perfect example of this. Bonds have been volatile. Mm -hmm. So are you in it to win it or are you going to panic when the market gets volatile? Yeah. And in regards to bonds, right, to just be a little bit more specific, it's been the long uh, long term bonds, right, that Mm -hmm. have been a lot more volatile because you are locking up your money for a lot longer time. Mm -hmm. That means that you're taking on larger risk. So as changes in interest rates uh, occur, then you'll, you've definitely seen you know, a pretty big swing uh, in, in the value of bonds. And we have talked in the past about how trying to time the market is always a dangerous game, um, especially if you're working with long-term money. That can be really, really difficult to execute properly because nobody knows when we're hitting the bottom. Nobody knows when we've hit the top. Mm-hmm. So trying to avoid that is, is really the best thing. And our pro tip is to understand the risks associated with an investment that you're considering. Um, if you've been educated about the plan you have, it can help you not make knee-jerk reaction decisions, which is usually going to be in your best interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times the best thing to do is just to actually not do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't understand your plan and if you're not confident in your plan, that's where you can get in trouble. And let's talk about why. So let's talk specifically to accounts that you're adding money to. So say you're even five years out from retirement or heck, even a year out from retirement. If you're adding money to a portfolio, mm-hmm. why is market volatility your friend? Yeah. So it's sim- a simple concept that we call a dollar cost averaging. And it just basically means that you're putting money consistently at you know a specific amount over time, right? And mm-hmm. what that allows you to do is it allows you to capture the value of one specific investment over that time frame, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing this on a, on a monthly basis in your 401k, that means that you're buying in uh, on the, the investments you've got available to you there at those different points, right? So one, one month it might be up, the other month it might be down, uh, but over a, a certain time period, right? Uh, and longer it is, the better it is. Uh, that helps you capture better uh, profit margins. Yes. So every time you catch that price down, you just found those shares on sale. Mm -hmm. So what I encourage clients to do when they're in that building stage of investing is to focus on how many shares they bought. Instead of the value, how many shares did you get last month compared to the month before? Because that's really what you're accumulating. You want shares, as many shares as you can get to fill up that 401k. Because 
if the market does recover and you have more shares than you started with, you're even better off than you were originally. Mm -hmm. So staying the course and still continuing to add to it when the market's more volatile mm -hmm. allows you to benefit from that. And the fancy word, as you mentioned, is dollar cost averaging. Um, yeah. Another thing that really, really matters in volatility is diversification. No, it basically means don't put your eggs in one basket, right? So. Uh, I think this word has gotten a little bit more common now. Mm -hmm. It's kind uh, of a catchword now, which sometimes means it's kind of getting overused or misused sometimes. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, it means that uh, you don't want to be, for example, uh, have all of your mo money in one stock, mm -hmm. right? Because that will lead to even more volatility. So mm -hmm. if you're somebody that is uh, looking to uh, you know, to lower your volatility and uh, to have maybe a more consistent, uh, you know, and an easier looking trend line than, you know, investing all your money in one stock is probably not the way to do it. Yes. So you think, you know, what's the difference between like a stock or a mutual fund or ETF? Mm -hmm. With a mutual fund or an ETF, you have a pool of investments. Now they're managed differently. So make sure you do your research on that as well. But let's use a mutual fund, for instance. A mutual fund could have hundreds of different companies represented inside of it. So if one of those companies fails, yes, it's going to affect the value of that mutual fund. Mm -hmm. But if you only had that one company's stock instead yeah. and it fails, you could lose every penny you had. So that's why not only do we want to diversify by using typically for retirement savings, we typically lean more towards those mutual funds or ETFs for that mm -hmm. just multiple vendors in one spot but also different sectors of the market. So mm -hmm. if you were in a bunch of technology, and I am, I'm younger, I can afford that risk. Last year was a little rough. Yeah, It was a rough year for technology. Yeah. I got a lot of shares though. <laughs> um, but if I were only in technology and nothing else, then I'm a little overexposed there too, mm -hmm. even if I'm using mutual, mutual funds or ETFs. Um, I see this a lot with index funds. You know, right. people don't realize how an index might be overweight in a particular sector. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good as a piece of That's your right. portfolio, but it may not be the right choice to use for every penny you've got. Yes. So again, it's a difference between uh, kind of like you said, you know, having your, all of your eggs in one basket in that one specific stock versus you know having a little bit into you know a larger basket where mm -hmm. you can have a larger chance. Uh, to see the upside in that. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the other thing that uh, you know we uh, advocate for quite a bit and make sure that you've got the right investment is, is it the right investment according to your goals? Mm -hmm. uh, we talk about assigning purpose to your dollars, your savings dollars, specifically when we're talking about planning. And if you've taken time to create a plan, then when market volatility hits, it's to me, more likely that you're going to stick with it mm -hmm. because you understand what you're doing and you've been educated about the market and its volatility and how that works for or against you, depending on where you are in your journey. Um, but yeah. without a roadmap, how do you know if you're on track? That's right. Yeah. And I mean, just to, to your point, you know, if uh, we, we can be very excited about buying more shares, right? But mm -hmm. if our plan is to use that money within the next month or two, mm -hmm. then we're not really excited about more shares because we we, we need, need to, money. Yeah, we <laughs> need liquidity, right? We mm -hmm. need you know that that cash mm -hmm. uh, to be able to to spend it on. So mm -hmm. yeah, our our timeline uh, going back to that uh, determines you know how how we need to strategize. Mm -hmm. And I think the plan also gives us our why. So if you've been putting towards your employer plan and, and one thing that I got from a lot of people last year is I've added X number of dollars 
my plan has not grown by X number of dollars. Mm -hmm. I have not gained any ground this year. Um, you know, if you don't have your why well developed mm -hmm. and you don't have your how well developed, I think it's just more difficult to stay the course when that volatility hits. And so that's a big reason why we believe in plans. Mm -hmm. um, and your goals that aren't defined are really just wishes. Yeah. You know, what, a lot of people say, well, I want to be financially independent. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. What does that mean for you? Because what it means for you is probably not the same as what it means for me. Yeah, probably not. Um, for me, financial independence is being able to take my kids on trips. Mm -hmm. And I'm not fancy, don't get me wrong, but I like the beach. I'd like to go more. Haven't been that many times. But for mm -hmm. me, that would be a sign that I'm financially independent, that I can take my children to go do those things or that I can take care of their trips for their sports without mm -hmm. having to panic about where the bills are going to get paid from. You yeah. know, those sorts of things indicate financial independence for me. Mm -hmm. But for you, you're at a different life stage. You have different goals. Mm -hmm. So it looks different for you. Right. And for you, it will look very different as well. Mm -hmm. That's why we advocate having a relationship with an advisor because the advisor kind of plays a matchmaker role in that mm -hmm. aspect, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to uh, talk to you, identify your goals, understand what those goals are, and then match you up with the right investment for you. And I think too, that we're also problem finders, mm -hmm. not just problem solvers, but problem finders. How many times have you been in the room with someone and they think this is their problem, this thing that they're bringing to you, they go, this is my problem. And you go, actually, I see that, mm -hmm. but did you know that this other thing could solve that plus this? Right. And, and so there's a lot of times where people are focused on one thing and then we're able to say, I, I get that, that's important. However, there's this other piece. So for instance, they may have life insurance, they may have vehicle insurance, but they don't have an umbrella policy and they have a pool. Right. Or I, my insurance provider talked to me about getting one because I have a new driver in the house. So, you know, there are things, there are gaps that you might not be aware of that they can also help you with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like somebody that has uh, had multiple jobs and now they've got, you know, uh, previous or old 401ks mm -hmm. all over the place and they're trying to figure out why they've got so many statements and yeah they don't know that they can just you know consolidate everything that they've got you know multiple options of what to do with each one of those statements and mm -hmm. yeah it's and on that note that was another point in here too is it's not always about just the investment it's about what vehicle you're going to use to store those investments so whether you're going to be utilizing your ira or your employer plan whether an education savings account makes sense for you there are a lot of other pieces that go into this decision other than just picking the the tops, you know, a lot of people want to find that top pick. I have mm -hmm. a, a few clients will say, hey, what do you think of this stock or that stock or this investment? It, oftentimes, whether you reach your goals isn't as much as what investment you use, but the strategy and the habits that you're building on a day to day basis to work towards that little by little. Yeah. yeah like we were talking about in our previous episode uh, when we discussed you know, that for those larger goals in life, mm -hmm. you know, there's typically going to be some type of account or tax shelter that you will be able to take advantage of uh, to arrive at that goal, mm -hmm. uh, you know, more efficiently. So uh, that's definitely something that, you know, to uh, also to, to take into account. Mm -hmm. So it's time for our two cents today. And I'm going to start us out um, because we want to be very clear. All investments carry risks, every single one of them do. And there's no product that is perfect out there. But with the right plan and the execution of that plan, you can make wiser choices that work towards your goals and get you along that path to financial independence. Yeah, and if that process, you know, of, of uh, 
reaching or figuring out what the right investment is, is for you, if that process seems a little too daunting, right, mm -hmm. then you know, make sure to reach out to a professional, to an advisor that you know, that you trust, uh, that will be able to look at, at your goals and then identify you know, the, the timeline and match you up with the right uh, investment that also has uh, the, the benefits in mind for you. Thank you so much for joining us on Talking Sense today. In case you didn't know about Jim Wells Academy, we do want to make you aware of that as well. We have a ton of free resources and educational tools available to you. But we'll be back next week with more. And we're going to be talking about savings vehicles. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.